0: blog talk radio
1: what's going on folks it's your boy Long Beach Joe and we are back at it okay we're back at it man you know we're here to talk about the Jets today we're gonna talk about everything that the Jets have going on I'm so excited gonna talk about you know some guys that are floating out there as well that can help the Jets O-line David DeCastro We're still trying to see what's going on with Morgan Moses. Uh, We're also going to cover the Jets D-line, so we'll get into that in a second. So, listen, I am the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So, without further ado, folks. Let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. I am fired up, people. I'm telling you. I've I've got it. Today is my day. I'm just feeling it, and we're all feeling it, man. I'm so excited about this football team. Uh, You can also listen to uh, my show as well on Blog Talk Radio, you know, Long Beach Joe. Go on Blog Talk Radio, search Long Beach Joe. It'll be there. Also, uh, you can check my show as well on iTunes. Uh, The podcast uploads on iTunes as well, the audio from the show. Uh, you know, you can go there on The Long Beach Joe Show, search that on iTunes, go there, you know, follow, uh, subscribe to my, you know, my iTunes on there. And also give your boy some feedback, man. Leave me some five-star ratings. Give your boy some feedback. Tell me, you know, how much you like the show. Tell me what you think of the show. Always love hearing from people. Uh, you know, I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets is a YouTube where you can see, you know, the show as we go live. You know, you can hear the audio as well. So we go back and forth on there, too, and have a great time as we live stream the show, too. We also game on that channel as well. We play some games here and there and really connect and have a good time, you know, as friends, you know, on that show, or on that channel, excuse me. So we have a blast. So, listen, with all that put aside, I, I cannot wait because I'm so excited to talk about the New York Jets and, you know, the moves that we could possibly make that are still out there, guys that are still out there. I'm excited to talk about this football team and the defensive line. Uh, some of the expectations for the line, some of the young guys we're excited about, Quentin Williams and, you know, other guys that we have on this team. We went out and got lost in this offseason. I'm so hyped about so many additions. But before we get there, as everyone knows, I am a Jets fan that grew up in California, okay? That's what I am, and everybody knows that. The name is Long Beach Joe. That's Long Beach, California, you know? And I love this football team, you know, to death. You know, that I do. We all do. You know, we come here and we talk Jets and we talk about what the team, you know, is doing and all those things. And one thing that I love doing is connecting with fans from different spaces. Uh, because there's a lot of fan clubs and a lot of people doing a lot of great things to bring people together that love green as much as everyone watching loves green, as much as I love green, as much as everybody loves this team. We just, They're able to bring people together and just have a good time watching the t- watching the team every Sunday or when they play Thursdays. Whenever this team is on the TV, they're able to bring them together and have a blast. So there's so many clubs out there doing great things. And today I really wanted to highlight the Ohio Jets fan club, and Mac Levins. He's doing so many good things out there in Ohio. So I'm going to have Mac come on, and we're going to talk to him about what he's doing out there and how many great things he's doing with his club. So,
2: Mac, salutes to you. I want to thank you for coming on, man. How are you feeling today? Joe, I'm doing good. Nice to talk to you again. Uh, Been listening to you for several years, as you know, huh? Yeah,
1: Yeah, you thank you again, Mac, for supporting all of my content, and thank you for listening and watching, man. I want to get right into it with you, Mac, because you're doing so many great things out there. What
2: made you become a
1: fan of the New York Jets initially?
2: Uh, I'm sorry, Joe, would you mind repeating that? What made you become a fan of
1: the New York Jets initially?
2: uh, You know, I'm... We got a lot of fans out here that, you know, just like you are, native Jets fans, but but I did grow up in the New York area. I think it was, I'd want to say late 70s. I'm I'm older than I sound. Um, (laughs) I I really don't know why I became a Jets fan, Joe. Um, Mm -hmm. The Giants and the Jets were not good then. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was pick one or the other, and and I, I pick with the Jets, and I've been with them ever since.
1: Okay, but Yeah, and you know what's it was crazy, Mac, is that a lot of people have different stories of how they became fans. Some people, you know, were not fans at all, and they maybe went to a practice because they were in the area where the Jets are practicing. You hear a lot of Hofstra, Hofstra stories and all those things. Some people just liked certain players and just became Jets fans because of their, because of their players that they liked, like Wayne or Bet. Or, you know, some there was a lot of people that were Keyshawn, Johnson's fans, uh, Keyshawn Johnson fans that just followed him to – you know, the Jets, and they became fans that way. And some people just tripped and fell into it. And some people, you know, their their families just mandated it. You know, they were born, and, <laughs> you know, when they were old enough to realize what football was and, you know, how to how to figure out what the game was, they were just told, listen, you take this jersey, this is the team you're going to be a fan of, and that's the end of it. We're not going to hear anything else about it. You're going to wear this green jersey, and that's what it is. So it's just always lovely to hear, you know, how certain people have become uh, Jets fans, but how did your fan club come about out there? You know, because like I said, you're doing great things out there in Ohio, man.
2: Uh, Joe, it really started. I, I just, uh, I just had met a few Jets fans. Uh, then I saw a guy with a with an Ohio license plate that said NY Jets one on it, and I said I, mm-hmm. I got to find this guy, and uh, <laughs> you know saw him a few times, and then then I saw him at a practice. Uh, at a baseball tryout and I tracked him down and uh, we ended actually ended up becoming friends and and coaching lacrosse together he actually played the hopster and uh. Oh, okay. um, k- kind of went from there once at uh, once I had a few guys I just decided that I'm going to use going to use Facebook as the primary uh. primary tool and try and build it from here and uh. ever since then um. I've been you know, most most of the growth of the fan club has been because of my recruiting that borderlines on creepy. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you got you to gotta let people know what's going on.
1: But can you tell us, you know, where you folks hang out? What do you folks do? How do you folks connect and things like that? Uh, Mac, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you so that you don't have to, you know, kind of chase after people and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, I left. I throw business cards in car windows, stuff like that. You know, anything it takes to get it done. I, I recruited a heavily pregnant woman at a gas station once. You know, all kinds of stuff. Um, uh, now we got a Facebook page, which is New York Jets Fan Club of Columbus, Central Ohio. Uh, it's easy to find. As far as where we're meeting, um, we've picked up a lot of new members over the last few years. And a few of us, you know, on certain side of town have gotten together. But um, uh, I'll tell you the difficulty, as you might know, Joe, the difficulty in being in out-of-market town, you know, and you'll get this in L.A., you've got two or three teams to compete with. And here in central Ohio, there's a ton of Browns fans, there's a ton of Pittsburgh fans, and there's a decent amount of Bengals fans. So guess who plays all their games at 1 p.m. on Sunday? all of the yeah. teams and the Jets so yeah. it's, it's near a doggone possibility trying to get somewhere um, with a screen to watch the game and I haven't yet found a bar restaurant owner from the New York area who will let us put it on and let it be our mm-hmm. Jets bar so uh, yeah. what I'm doing Joe this year um, we're gonna do a little outreach you know I'm gonna move I'm gonna move watch parties around uh, to different parts of Columbus. You know, it's a fairly, sp- no, not like L.A., but a fairly spread out metro area, you know, do north, northeast, west side, all that. But I found a place. I found a great bar with three screens and a big room, tables and chairs, um, mm-hmm. good beer, good booze, reasonably priced, and that guy uh, is going to give us that room, and I'm going to have some watch parties there. I'm going to stream the games. Okay. Okay, that's that's awesome, and it's great to hear that you're doing those
1: things. And, and Mac, even when you're talking about the the struggle of the out of out of you know being an out of market team and things like that, what is it like being a fan locally? Like, do you guys always get ran over by those Bengals fans? I know a lot of people are big you know college football
2: fans as well. What is it like? Do you guys get hassled a lot as well out there wearing your green? No, nobody cares. I mean, you know, there, there's so many Browns fans and Pittsburgh fans and Ohio State fans. You know, nobody cares. Uh, you know, it's kind of an, being an object of curiosity, but you know, th- this is a town that has a fair amount of transplants, so you know, you'll, mm. you'll see everybody's fans around here, and of course, uh, you know, we got plenty of Buffalo people here, and Green Bay fans, and and Cowboys fans, and all that, all that stuff. So, you know, but we, we got a small, hardcore, loyal group of Jets fans, and I've been growing this. Um, this club um, any which way I can for about five to 10 years. And we're almost to the point where, where we've got some serious momentum. Mm,
1: okay. Oh, well, yeah, that that's, that's amazing, Mac. Now we're going to get just a little bit away from the club. I want to talk to you about this football team, man. I want to ask you a couple of questions about what we're doing here. What were your thoughts about us drafting Zach Wilson, man? How do you feel? How did you feel about that? when we took him in the first round.
2: You know, I, I really don't know, Joe, I I think I've said to you before that um I kind of I've kind of set myself free from overanalyzing stuff. Um, you know, after so many decades of bad decisions by the Jets, um I I kind of believe that Joe Douglas is 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 the guy um I yes. think he's going to lead us to the future. Um, I think he hired the right coach. Super excited about that. And, you know, I just I just got to kind of relax and, and leave it in Joe's hand because, you know, he he's the guy getting paid to do this, and I trust that he's going to do a good job. And, you know, I, I don't know if I'm super excited about Zach Wilson, but, you know, he's, he's our guy now. So um, I wish him well, and I hope he doesn't get busted. Yeah. I just think he might be a little frail. Yeah, well, well, you know, I know that a lot of people had a lot of uh,
1: concerns or questions about him, especially, again, with us moving on from Sam Darnold. I know there was a lot of different, you know, opinions or takes about Sam, and some people wanted to keep him, some people were ready to move on from him, but, you know, uh, clearly we, we moved on. We went and got Zach Wilson, and we handled business there. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what he can bring to the table. Like you said, there's questions. Uh, there's some injury questions, concerns there but he's got a big arm. His football IQ is pretty solid, and he's a guy that, you know, is a hard worker as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see what he brings really? to the table. I'm excited to bring what he brings to the table. So, uh, Mac, my final question before I let you go is, man, who are you excited to see for the New York Jets? What young player are you the most excited to see? Are you a guy that wants to see what Elijah Moore has to bring to the table, Quentin Williams? Like, what player are you really looking to have a breakout season for this football team?
2: Um. Yeah. I, I really think there's several guys, Joe. Um. You know. Who, who knows if uh if Mims is going to really put a good season together, and um, mm-hmm. um. I'm. I'm definitely definitely excited about Elijah Moore, because the Jets almost took that first round and they fell him in the second, and I think they yeah. were you know hugging each other and kissing each other when that happened. Um. He he. You know like. Like Wilson, he sounds like a guy who really, really is a student of the game and really wants to be good and and he's a freak athlete, and you know this Carter kid, this running back it's like all of a sudden we have weapons, and we haven't had any weapons that scared anybody in so long you know it it's 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 sad um you know yeah. we just we we didn't scare anybody in any faster yeah. of the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Mac. I mean we're you know, we're definitely headed in the right direction now. We've been strengthened at so many different positions. You know, our wide receiver core has definitely been bolstered a bit, brought in Corey Davis and like you said, Elijah Moore getting him in the second round, which was a shocker. Uh Mims were seeing wants to see what he does in the second year. There's so many good things to be excited about with this New York Jets team. So Mac, before I let you go, go ahead and give everyone all of the contact points that you can give them for to get in contact with you about you know your your fan club and where you folks meet again.
2: Uh, you know the the primary way is the Facebook page, Joe uh, New York Jets Fan Club of Columbus slash Central Ohio. Um, I mean, uh, I can't remember the Twitter the Twitter handle. I don't think it's been in much use. Um, and uh, I appreciate you having me on and uh, love your show and uh, thanks for doing it.
1: Absolutely. Thank
2: you so much, Mac, for coming on.
1: It was uh, awesome to speak with you, man. Keep doing what you do out there. You have yourself a good night, all right? Take care. Thanks, Joe. All right. Listen, Mac Levins of the Ohio Jets fan club. Let me tell you something. Mac is a Jets fan through and through. <laughs> Listen, that guy knows his stuff. He absolutely knows his stuff. Again, salute and I hope everybody in the Ohio area or if you're just visiting or anything like that, please go there. Again, the Ohio Jets Fan Club, it's on Facebook. Search that up. You know, go talk to them. Go meet with them. Go hang out with them. Chill with them and have a good time, man. It's always good to hear about things that people are doing to connect Jets fans around the entire, you know, around the entire globe. You know what I mean? So it's always good to hear those things. And, again, with me being a Jets fan that isn't, you know, in New York, I'm not in Jersey, I don't live there, it's always great to just connect with Jets fans within my local area as well. So we're going to keep, you know, doing that as well. We're going to keep talking to these fan clubs and, and, you know, chatting with people that are bringing people together. I always love to see that. People bringing, you know, our Jets brothers and sisters in green, bringing them together and having a great time, cheering this football team on because it's tough. It's tough being a Jets fan sometimes, man. <laughs> uh, y'all, y'all know. You know, do I have to, you know, go on about it? it? It's been tough, especially in the recent past, you know. But things are changing. So before we get, you know, we're going to keep getting into the show. We're going to talk about a lot of things. So we're going to start off with the New York Jets being able to bring in Morgan Moses. Uh, it's got a one-year deal. I think it's six or $3.6 million base, you know, on it. So, this is exciting, man. We've got this guy. He's being brought in now under that one-year deal. Things are changing. This offensive line now looks a bit different. Um, again, there was a lot of people in the past talking about him coming in as a right guard. I don't know. This guy's coming in. He's going to be a right tackle. So now, when you look at our offensive line, you got Makai Becton on that left, you know, left tackle. You got Vera Tucker as your left guard you got, you know, your center is set there with McGovern. Your right guard is a question. Is it going to be Cam Clark? Are you going to move forward with Alex Lewis? What's going to happen? You know, Greg Van Roo, we'll see what happens there. Maybe they will go after DeCastro, which we'll talk about him in just a second. Maybe he ends up being our right guard. And now you look at the situation at right tackle and you have Morgan Moses there. That's a solid signing. This was a guy, again, you know, that just kind of fell through. The, the Washington football team had released him. There was a lot of talk about different things that, you know, a lot of rumors out there. But we got the deal done, and he's in the building, you know. And so this is a good look, man. This is a really, really good look. And let me tell you something. This is big because Joe Douglas has set a precedent here. He is clearly showing you that he has a plan, and he's going to follow through with that plan. If you look at one of the reasons why our offensive line struggled so much in the past, it was because we could not protect our quarterback. We couldn't properly protect young quarterbacks to even be able to evaluate them properly at all. We saw Sam struggle with that for years throughout his time here. You know, Joe Douglas is doing everything so that Zach Wilson, the guy that he selected, will not be going through that stuff. He won't be going through it. He's fortified our offensive line. He's going to continue to work at that too. We've seen that. Made sure that he has weapons outside there as well at wide receiver, the guys that he can throw the football to. This guy, Joe Douglas, continues to show us that he's going to do whatever it takes to get to Jets the Jets in next month. He's going to do what it takes, man. He's going to do what it takes. And it's very, very, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing to finally have a competent general manager in the building. Because for years, we've dealt with nonsense as Jets fans. For years, we dealt with people that didn't understand how to draft, that didn't understand how to utilize the draft to make the football team better. For years, we dealt with people that didn't understand how to properly evaluate free agents and get them in for deals that would work for the team and not hamstring us down the line. For years, we dealt with general managers that just didn't know what they were doing. For years, we dealt with that. You look at the Mike area era, era and, and you'll see all those things. You'll see the bad signings, the Tremaine Johnsons and the, the the Spencer Longs and the bad bad things he was doing along the offensive line, the busted you Christian Hackenberg in the second round, and just all that nonsense, man. Just all that nonsense. All that is gone now, man. All that is gone, and we have a guy in the building that understands what he's doing. He understands it. He did it. It's a different time, man. It's a different time, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about being a Jets fan. We also have, you know, an, a, a, a possi- there's also a possibility we might end up with David DiCastro as well. For those of you that, you know, don't know about David DiCastro, he was released by the Steelers a few days ago. They released him with a non-injury release. You know, the Steelers kind of think that he may have hurt himself away from the team facility, so they moved on from him. They just recently signed Turner off of free agency as well. We all know the Castro six-time Pro Bowler, and, you know, there's some there's some question marks about his ankle. That's the big thing with him. I know a lot of people have already penciled him at that right guard spot, but there's some question marks there. So we're going to talk about that tonight, too. I want to hear from you all. Again, 515-602-9639, 515 602 Call in. We're going to talk about it tonight. I'm going to open the lines. We're going to get right to it. But I'm, I'm looking at DeCastro, and I wouldn't necessarily knock the signing if we did it, as long as it, it's a deal that works for the team. And, of course, we're not, I don't think Joe Douglas is going to vastly overpay him, but he's a guy that can help. My only question, and it's a big question, is the health. What is going on with his ankle? If his ankle is, you know, solid enough, again, he's had surgery. You know, we know he missed some games last year as well. If that ankle can hold up, and he can be okay, let's bring him in. Let's continue to fortify this offensive line. Let's continue to, you know, make sure that our guys up front get get, you know, our, our our quarterback gets protected. And not just that as well, let's continue to bring in guys that can open up holes so that we can run the football effectively too. That's a big thing that I think a lot of people are not talking about as well. So we're gonna get into it again, five one five, six zero, two nine, six three nine. 515 Call in. We're going to the line. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. I'm going to 845-845. I'm coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name. Tell me where you're from. And give me your thoughts about the New York Jets bringing in Morgan Moses. How are you feeling about it?
3: I'm feeling good about it, man. I'm Donovan. I'm from New, uh, new York, Poughkeepsie area, upstate. Oh, um, okay. Listen, hold on, hold on. Don. We
1: got, we got to get off the bat. You are a savage, my man. I see you in the track. oh He's a yeah, George,
3: oh, a savage. Oh, he and, tried to sneak in. Oh yeah, bro. don't try to sneak and in. You know, you a, not, you I will ask my security. Look. I want to start with love. I, lo- I love your content, everything. But listen, man, I've been having smoke with you ever since you mentioned whatever you said about my Knicks, man. I don't appreciate that, man.
2: <laughs> yo,
1: li- yo, listen. Listen. I'm looking around. Listen. Everybody wants to bash me. I'm not a Nick hater. I just tell the truth, bro. That's all I do. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I understand people People want to give me smoke. Listen, don't have smoke with me. Have smoke with Julius Randall, okay? He's y'all. Listen. <laughs> Don't don't yeah, well, No,
3: I'm not the one now, now he on go the boat the with playoffs. LeBron with your team watching the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> he watch, he watching the playoffs with your squad too. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, you know,
3: but here's the thing though, here's the thing. We done won some
1: championships recently. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what do you want? What no. more do you want from me? And, you know, uh, uh, I'm not I'm some not championships hey, hey. recently. What has Julius Randle
3: won y'all? I'm just, you know, just questions. That's all I'm asking. Hey, just some quick questions. Rand- Randall played well this year. I'm not a huge Randall fan. I was, I was one of the people saying, eh, eh. But you know, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all
1: right, so let, let's let's get back to these Jets. You know, as people are already trying to get on me because of my Knicks pick. So, what are your thoughts about uh, the Jets bringing in Morgan Moses, and how do you feel about this offensive line
3: now? Um, I've been waiting for them to sign Moses since they announced that they had him in the building last week. I don't know what took so long. I'm just happy that they yep. got him. Um, I'm happy with the upgrades on the offensive line. I love AVT. Of course, the big mm-hmm. boy back then. but I still have questions. McGovern, you got to show me something this year, man. You got to yeah. show me something. Show me that you worth the contract that Joe gave you. And then as far as the right guard position, Listen, I do not want to see Greg Van Rotten in there. Put me in. I, I take I take a hundred thousand for this for, for the season. It's no big deal. The man was a turnstile. I don't know what was yeah. going on. Yeah. I think my six year old can do a better job than him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was mad. It was madness. He definitely, I
3: was, I, yeah. He,
1: there there was a lot of question marks about that guy this season. I mean, he missed some blocks. There were some key blocks that. You know, he missed this season, and we saw guys get blown up because of it. And that's why, for me, I understand people are talking about Ben Rode, and I get it. And even some people are even talking about how, hey, maybe Alex Lewis has a shot there. What are your thoughts about Kevin nah. Clark possibly being the guy, man? Do you think that's, that he'll be – again, I know we didn't see anything from him last season because he didn't play, but could, could Joe Douglas have been sitting him on the sideline saying, let's just wait for the next guy to come in here because we all know that this guy Gaze is going to be gone. So do you think that Cam Clark could end up being our starting right guard this season?
3: I think we need to we need to give him a look, give him a chance, let him get uh, some quality playing time and see what he is. That's what I feel about yep. a lot of these guys. Bryce Hall, the guys that we brought in last year, they came in hurt. Mims, all these guys, they came in hurt. And yep. they didn't get real minutes under Adam Waste. He was a waste of time. I remember when you when he first got signed, I remember the video you put up. I was like, oh, boy. But, um, yeah, I mean, I want to see what Cam Clark can – we drafted him in the fourth round. We didn't see anything about him. Even in the OTAs, we haven't really heard anything about him. So he's like a question mark. It's kind of like, what are we doing here with, with him?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens there. But then, like I said, I, I think that Cam could possibly end up being the guy, but there's another guy out there that people are screaming for. What are your thoughts about the idea of the Jets bringing in David DiCastro? How do you feel about that, and are there any concerns for you with the Jets possibly you know, going after him and maybe signing him as well and having him play at that right guard spot?
3: I don't mind it. I think it uh, depends on the contract for me. I don't want him because I've heard that he's flirted with the possibility of retiring. So yes, we got to see yes. what's going on with and What does he have, the ankle or the, the knee injury? history yeah which is fine i mean injuries are a part of the game but i wouldn't want to take away quality minutes for a young guy and not see what we have with the younger guy if he can come in and if he wins that starting role over a clam uh, cam clark or one of the young guys then of course put him in if he's your best option but, I wouldn't mind him being a backup and kind of grooming the young guys. We have a young squad, so especially with the offensive line, it's going to take time for those guys to gel and mm-hmm. he, 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 I don't want to see just okay, well, we signed him, and he's a veteran. let's just throw him in if he wins like I said, if he wins the spot, then I'm fine with it. Of course, put your best players on the on the field, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind him in a backup role and grooming some of these young guys for what they're about to see if he's going to be in a teaching role. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Like you said, he has flirted
1: with the idea of retirement, so maybe that's more on his mind. My biggest concern is that ankle. You know, if he – and, again, I understand, you know, if he's an older guy, offensive lineman. He's been in the league. He's, you know, really put on and, and made Pro Bowls and all that stuff, you know, in his career, and that's great. But, you know, can he hold up? Because again, we've had we've seen in the past where injury issues along our offensive line costed us. I mean, we saw when Makai Jackson was out with those shoulder injuries and all that stuff, man.
4: We saw right. the
1: stake up along our offensive line; it was not good. And Sam was running for his life, and that's the last thing I want is to watch Zach run for his life as well because we're missing guys here and there. So I want exactly. to go to the other side of the ball with you, Donovan, because there's a lot to talk about along the defensive line as well.
3: Do you think that Carl Lawson will get ten sacks this season, man? Mm. i Listen, I'm cautiously excited about this game because they broke mm-hmm. my heart a million times. So I don't want to really give yep. like numbers, but a, a range for him for me to be six, anywhere from a six to eight. I don't know if he's going to get double digits. There's a lot of there's okay. a lot of monsters on that front line. I mean, you got Quentin yeah. Williams and you got the guy. Yep. There's that that front. You still got Franklin Myers, he played very well. Fatu Kasi played well for us. I I'm interested to see what those guys do in the next year here, if they can build on whatever they did last year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I am as well. So my final question for you, Donovan, because, again, like you said, you're cautiously optimistic. I want to see what Lawson's do. I think he has a chance because, like you said, there's so many guys that are monsters and beasts up there. Maybe he's a guy that, you know, is just able to, to, to get in there and slide in there and get his 10 this season. That would be huge for the New York Jets because, again, we have not had a legitimate pass rusher in years. That's been one of the issues along our defense. We've always had to send blitzes. We've always had to send extra guys just to get some type of pass rush. So if he can muster up some legitimate pass rush for us, that's going to go a long way. But my final question for you is you brought this up, man. You brought this up. You talked about Quentin Williams. Are you concerned about that foot injury hampering him this season? Are you concerned about those issues that he has kind of rolling over? Because we've seen the injury issues with him as well. He had a neck injury last season. He missed time. He ended up on the IR. Do you think that we'll see that this season with him as well, and not have him not have that breakout season that we're all hoping?
3: No, I think I think he's going to make the steps. I think as long as he's rehabbing properly right now, there's plenty of time before we even get to training camp, and even in training okay. camp that he can rehab throughout that and then be prepared. Even if we lose him for the first one or two games, I mean it is what it is. I still think that because even with following him on social media and things like that, he's in the past – from his rookie year to where he is now, seeing his off-season stuff that he posts, he's he's on a mission. Now, if his body can hold up, mission complete, you know. But, I mean, it's football, and, and injuries happen. So, I think I think he will make that step. And I'm not really too concerned about the foot. I'm more concerned about Beckton's foot than I am of, of, of uh Quinnen's. Okay, yeah. I think Quentin will yeah. be able to bounce back. I think he'll be all right.
1: Okay. Yeah, you know, there's there's people that have no questions. I just, you know, I'm a little worried because we've seen this issue before. And, again, he's a big guy. I know that he's, you know, that they're taking care of that foot and he's gone, you know, and done his thing. But I want to see him really step up and break out this season. But, listen, Donovan, i got to get back to these lines. They're keyed up. Thank you so much for calling in tonight, man. Next time I have a show, <laughs> I want to hear from you, all right? I want to hear from you, bro, because you know your depth, you know your takes, man. You have yourself a good night, my friend.
3: All right, Joe, take it easy.
1: Now you have a good one. Listen, Donovan calling in with the fire, man. He knows his stuff, man. He knows his jazz, right? <laughs> yeah. Again, five one five six zero
0: two
1: nine six three nine. 515 call in we are talking just the lines are open we're going to keep going to the lines again salute to all the savages in the chat you know what i'm saying give my stream a thumbs up wherever you're watching it from also share my stream if you can if you want to hit me in the super chat that's there whatever you want to donate uh, you know, it's greatly appreciated. If you do not want to hit me in the super chat and you just want to hit my cash app, it's right there at the bottom of the screen. Go ahead, you know what I'm saying, do your thing. Anything you guys give is completely appreciated, you know what I'm saying, but everything's free here. Let's like, just keep in mind you don't have to, but if you'd like to, again, it's greatly appreciated. So we're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515 602 515 call in. So now we're going to 845. We're going to 845 845- this is a very solid Jets fan. He knows the stuff. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts about this Morgan Moses signing. How are you feeling about it?
2: What's up? What's up, Joe? Um, I'm
5: What's doing great, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really happy right now. You know, me and you've been talking since you um, started this radio show. And I remember when we had, at the end of last season, a talk. And I was like, next off season, I want the top offensive line in the NFL, and Joe Douglas yeah. is well on his way to doing that, man, and, and it's not like we, well, I don't, we'll see how they perform, but what I like about this signing the most is that, and you mentioned it on the last call, Beckton has a foot injury, plantar fas- fasciitis. Yep. Yep. So um, he might not, last year, he didn't start all the games, I think he started less games than Sam, and this year, who knows how many games <laughs> he's going to start. If he can start 75% of the games, I'll be happy, I'll take it. Because I know how plantar fasciitis can 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 linger, so hopefully yeah. you know he starts moving into it, I think. But with Morgan Moses there, that's a that's kind of an insurance policy, and you can move Sant to the to the left tackle, or you can move uh you know Morgan depending on how they want to do it. You know we'll see. But George spends a swing tackle, then he's gonna be right there on the bench to take take the spot for um um Beckton, which um if you, people don't forget, people forget that you know, uh George Fant played left tackle in Seattle. You know, you know, so yeah. he, he that's what he thought he was gonna play when it came to the Jets, but they they obviously they signed back then uh eleventh overall last year. So yeah, I'm super, supremely excited, man. I really am impressed with the ways that Joe has handled this off season. I think last year's off season was his first full off season as GM where he got to draft and everything. And yeah, you know, we you know, we drafted James Morrigan You know, we we, um, let go of Robbie Anderson. We could have signed him. I think he learned the ropes of how things kind of move in free agency last year. And this year he was able to really finesse. And uh, he he, he doesn't like – he's not just throwing money out there. He's like, hey, listen, I I put a price on people, and he just negotiates, and he's not going to pay more than he needs to. Uh, And I think we got one right there. We got a good – and then I watched Flight. I'm not sure if you've watched it. The the Jets put a documentary out, um, I think Flight Mm -hmm. 2021. And it seems like the whole offensive – I mean, the whole um, front office has chemistry, and that's what I'm seeing is that – and I think it stems from the top with Joe and it's a representation of who, who he is and his character and what he wanted to build. He said he wanted to build a, big, the, uh, a good culture, and I think we're on our way to doing that, so I'm so, so, so excited right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, I want to thank you for calling in. You brought up an extremely important point. And I was going to talk about that as we continue to go on tonight, but the importance of, you know, again, Beckton with that, that plantar fasciitis on, on, on his foot. Like you said as well, you know how that lingers. And I, I, I talked to people about this last week, and everybody just thought, of, oh, well, you know, it's just an injury, he'll be fine. It's like, yeah, he's injured right now, and he's dealing with it, but it's something that can always be aggravated and can be inflamed yeah. even throughout the season. You know, anybody that has ever dealt with that or anybody that knows anyone that has ever dealt with that knows that oh. it doesn't just go away. Like there's it's times painful. When, I yeah, think you I got, got it.
5: it. Yeah, I got oh, it. Oh, you it's got it. It's you know, painful, bro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes and goes. You don't know when it's going to come. Exactly. You don't know when it's going to be there. And it's exactly. not something that's easily remedied. So unfortunately, he's a big, big, big dude that has that yeah. kind of thing. So he may spend some time. Off the field, you know, from time to time, he's not going to play. He might not be able to play sixteen, seventeen games a year on yeah. this team if he if it, if it gets that bad. But I'm going to, you know, praying that you know it's not as bad as it as, as it you know can because it's, it's it's degrees. It can be really bad or it can be you know minor, um, and we'll see how yeah. he does. You know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But again the great point that you brought up and even with you dealing with it, like you said, it comes and it goes. And so if it comes and he can't play, because again, that pain is going to be that extreme moving fan over because he played that swing tackle. He also played tight end as well a little bit when he was in Seattle too, they had him playing swing tackle tight end at times. time. Uh, So so he can, yeah, he can flip and go to that left tackle position and, you know, hold the fort there and we won't just fall off a cliff like we did last season. If you look at when. Guys who were going out last season, particularly Mackay <laughs> Beckton, if you look how our offensive line functioned, it was, man, it, was, it was a jailbreak. It was like there was nobody that could block. There was nobody on that left side that could do mm-hmm. anything. And oh, Sam was just go back and to, listen. listen. Go, <laughs> go, yeah, exactly. Go back and watch that Broncos game. Okay? If you want to see what yeah. it looks like when Mackay was playing at first, and then he left the game because he tried to come in. He had a shoulder issue you know, and and then he ended up leaving the game after a couple snaps, and it was complete mayhem out there. Sam was running for his life. He was getting banged around. That was the same game where he took off and just tried to make something happen and ended up scoring a touchdown, rushing, running down the field. It was crazy. It was complete craziness, but you brought up a great point there. You know, just in case things happen now, because we have Morgan Moses there sitting at that right tackle position, we can swing Fant out. So it's also about depth as well. So we don't have to get rid of him. We can keep him because who steps in if Mackay goes down? And again, we've seen him go down with injuries. And what, not just, again, this foot injury is one thing. We saw a shoulder injury last year. And we saw him have breathing issues that had him uh, miss a game as well. So there's been some stuff there. But I want to get your thoughts on this right guard position because a lot of people looking at it and saying, hey, there's a huge hole there there's nobody there that can step up. What are your thoughts about that? Do you think that Cam Clark is the guy or do you believe the New York Jets should go after David DeCastro? Um I think David DeCastro would be great, but I'm not
5: opposed keeping what we got on the on the team and working with um McDermott, you know, uh we got Rowan, we got um you know, uh, like you said, Chuma, we got Chuma and we got Cameron Clark. So I feel like we <laughs> got potential there that we can add in there. And I think that with the change in scheme, it'll be beneficial to our offensive line. I think Adam Gayslatson, man, he's just a train wreck in all facets of (laughs) offense. So when it comes to the way even Alex Lewis is saying it, like. You know, we're okay. going to be a lot better this year, cause, you know, the way that they're set up, you know, and I don't know the, the end of the lingo, but he's pretty much was saying that the way that this offensive works, the offensive line will be tremendously better. And I think that a lot of people suffered last year. Mind you, it was a brand-new offensive line, you know, Greg, Greg, Greg Douglas' first season as a GM. He got a lot of new talent in there, and it takes time and chemistry to build. So we got some, you know, continuity from last year, and then we got big pieces, in the off-season this year, that are um, a veteran and Morgan Moses, mind you, there's a lot of young guys on our offensive line. So he's a veteran there. Yeah. I love that. You know, um, so I think this year is going to be a lot better for these younger guys. Maybe Cameron Clark to fill in and actually perform well with the with the with the help he has on the side. If he has Morgan Moses there, and um, you know, we got a uh, so the center name. What's the center name?
1: Uh, are you uh, our starter center is Connor McGovern
5: the McGovern, so we got Connor McGovern exactly, and then we got you know um, Zverev, Tucker, and Beckton. I feel like all in all, that gives that right guard position a little bit of flexibility, where I think that they can pick up some kind of the slack with the with the other guys, hopefully. And that's what I'm hoping, you know. Uh, so we don't yeah. necessarily need to get the Castro. If we do, I'm fine mm-hmm. with it. I think that is solid because I'm more than happy to have these guys compete uh, in um, in training camp to see who wants to start. And get that get that right guard spot, but it's not at this point. We have so much depth that it's it's like a luxury if we get them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens again. For me, a, a big question is that that ankle. I need to know what what condition that ankle is in. I need to know if he's straight. The fact that he's even contemplating retirement kind of you know tells me a little bit oh, about yeah, where that yeah. ankle could so possibly like, be. Yeah, you know, there's rumors that that's what he's contemplated it. You know, so that that kind of tells me a little bit. Maybe he doesn't. I don't
5: want to. I don't want a guy up. who's already contemplating retirement to come in and say, "All right, I I'll know. give it one more shot." No, if you're already thinking that, then you deserve to go. Like, once you start thinking retirement, I don't want you on my team.
1: Yeah, well, you know, again, we'll see because we've seen players, you know, do that in the past and be able to come back and really put things together. But, you know, I need to know what what condition is that ankle in i need to know that you know and if that ankle is good and he's solid um i wouldn't mind joe douglas you know bringing him in i really wouldn't because all it can do is strengthen but if they don't go that way cam clark i think is the guy that can fill in at that right guard spot i know we didn't see him last year but i think that there's a reason why joe douglas was holding him back man i truly believe that and i think that he'll be able to step in and do some things within this scheme, man
5: no, I agree. Cam Clark is that dude. I think that getting him in the third round was a re- the reason that we picked him up. Um, so I'll, we'll be, I'll be excited to see him perform and see what he can do because we really didn't get to see anything for him. So he's, a, he's kind of a question mark. But um, if, I, I'm, I'm more like at this point, I just want to see them all compete you know, in training camp and whoever's best yeah. gets the job. You know, um, yeah. And, uh, and that, with this depth, I think that um, Joe Douglas did what he had to do to like, get us in the best position to protect our quarterback.
1: Yes, absolutely. So my next question for you and my final question for you, and again, I want to thank you for calling in because you have had a fire call so far. Give me your thoughts (laughs) about this defensive line. What are your expectations on it, man? What do you expect of guys like Rankins and Quentin Williams and even Carl Lawson? Like, what do you expect this defensive line to do this upcoming season?
5: And even – Kass, you got John Franklin Myers, you got yeah.
1: uh you yeah. got
5: you got Davis, guys man. Uh, you got so, like there's so much that I'm uh, excited for with this team. Like it's just gonna be super exciting to watch them play. And the defensive line is definitely um our biggest stress. So if this defensive line can't perform the way people are talking about it, like it's elite, then man, it's gonna be hard for these teams uh this season to to. To play to to mess with the Jets on these, on, on offense, we we can uh, you know close the pocket on these quarterbacks, and I think it's great. I think that all the pieces we have, you know, I think people you know we're talking about it. It just looks like it's stacked, and it's our best unit, and we're yeah. going to be relying on them to really put pressure on these quarterbacks, so we can then have our cornerbacks perform well, and we don't have to have them sitting there forever and getting you know bombed on because they're very cause our our secondary. Is obviously screaming young and inexperienced. Inexper- They're raw, so yeah. we're going to yeah. have some troubles in defense this year. I mean, it's going to happen. There's a lot of, you know, rookies and our secondary. So there's going to be we're going to get scored on, but I think the, the yeah. defensive line is going to prevent and uh, help us get some turnovers even. So I'm excited to the yeah. defensive line. I think it's, I think it's good. I mean, think injury, I'm not too I'm not too concerned about it. I feel like he's already mentioned that he will be fine for start a camp and, you know, things happen, you know, and it was off the – he got injured off, you know, training camp, so uh, off OTAs, and they're just trying to keep him out. Now it's just to heal up. So at this point, I'm, 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 I'm very,
1: very confident in the defensive line. Yeah, yeah, I am as well. You know, we'll see what happens. Again, Carl Lawson, I'm hoping that he has over 10 sacks this season. I don't think he's ever had that in his career. Uh, but, again, you know, we've seen the talent. We've seen this guy really be able – to put that together, you know, so I'm hoping he oh, has yeah. over 10 sacks this season. I think it'll be again, it might be the first time in his career he'll have 10 sacks in a season, Uh but dude, I'm telling you, if, he, if we can he get him got- without sending blitzers, if we can send, uh, get a pass rush without sending blitzers, it's going to be unbelievable. I think the most he's ever had in one season, I think it was 8.5. I think it was. I, I think it was like Carl 8.5 Lawson. sacks. I think Carl Lawson
5: right now was probably our best big free agency I'll get and I think it was a yeah. perfect time. It's, it's perfect time to get yeah. him on our team. We know we know what he can do, and we know yeah. what he, that he has more to give. And it's a perfect time for him to come to the Jets and break out as a as a uh, stars pass rusher. So I, I'm I think I'm, I, like there's so much to be excited for, man. Like I, I just can't wait till the season comes.
1: Oh man, I can't. Listen, man, I got to get back to these lines, man. I got to get back to these lines. They are hot. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You have yourself a good night. No doubt. No doubt. You too. Take care. All right. Go, Jess. Take care. Listen, man, that was a heck of a call. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 602 515 Call in. We are talking, Jess. Please be patient. We're going to get to everybody tonight. Got quite a bit of callers, but we're going to get to everybody. Just be patient. So we're going to keep on going. You know, again, if you're watching me, no matter where you're watching me from, please give my stream a thumbs up. Please subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and turn on your notifications so when this content goes up, you folks will be in the know. You can get to it, and we can talk jets. Also, if you want to, you know, donate to the stream, please do. You can hit the super chat. If you don't want to hit the super chat, Cash App is right there at the bottom of the screen. Send your boy something. You know what I'm saying? Send your boy something. You know, it's all good. So, salute to everybody watching. We're going to continue and get back to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve, man. I'm going to Steve. I want to hear from Steve. All right. Man. Man. Steve. Steve, listen, you know what time it is, all right? Morgan Moses in the building, one-year deal, $3.6 million base contract. I think he could make up to, like, 5.3 something or something like that. Uh, so give me your thoughts about us signing Morgan Moses, one-year deal. How are you feeling about it, man? Hey, Joe. Well,
6: first of all, it's great to hear from you, man. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's just great to hear from you, man. And I'll tell you one thing, bringing in Morgan Moses is definitely a huge upgrade for the offensive line. I mean, everybody was all saying, you know, the last, like, couple of weeks, like, why isn't Moses signed ever, ever since after we brought him back in the building? I, I think maybe mm-hmm. Moses probably wanted to go explore, you know, other places, but he chose us, and I'm glad he chose us because we, we got another guy to come in to protect Zach. But the thing is that's so fired up about this, Joe, is is that we got we got a guy, we have a guy that could finally, uh, that could definitely, because he's a well experienced offensive lineman, like work with the other offensive linemen that don't have that much experience. Because obviously this yeah. is a one year guy, you know, is six foot six, he's a big dude, he plays on the mm-hmm. other side of Mackay Becton. I mean on the other, I mean on the far side of Mackay Becton, is what I'm saying, but. It's definitely a huge upgrade. I'll tell you one thing. It just feels so great being a Jets fan right now, especially if you've watched those four episodes of Flight 2021. My God, it it was just incredible, Joe.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm I'm excited as well. Like you said, I know I watched a little bit of that stuff and just all the things that you see there going into the Jets and what they're doing. Uh, But let me tell you something. This signing, man, this is solid. This is really solid, and it does nothing but bode well for our young quarterback as well. The protection we're going to be able to get up front is going to be big. The holes that we're going to be able to ha- get open, I think, is going to be huge. I would have wished that we would have got more than just a one-year deal, though. That's, you know, maybe a two-year deal. I would have liked that. But, hey, he's on the field, you know, or he's in, the, he's on the team, you know, he's in the building. So i like, the, I like to sign in from that standpoint. But what are your thoughts about the right guard position there, Steve, because – there's a hole there. There's a gaping hole. And a lot of people are saying, hey, DeCastro is the answer. Do you believe that to be true? Would you like to do, would you like to see the New York Jets go after David DeCastro as well?
6: I mean, you know, you always gotta see, you know, like what kind of a contract he's gonna be looking for, and you made a good point. The last couple of years he has had issues with his ankle. But the thing yeah. is, if he is fully healthy, I would definitely go for it. But as of right now, I don't know if I would want to just yet because I would want him if the Jets really are interested in signing him, he should take a physical first before making a making a splash at him. I wouldn't want to sign it. I, I, I wouldn't want to sign him yet. I mean listen, I'm not a big fan of Greg Van Roten either as the other caller said. But Oof. the thing is, Joe you know something, Joe? The thing is though, um you know, you got you got to understar with your offensive line too. Yes, it yes your quarterback is important, but you got to have protection to protect your quarterback because we couldn't do anything, you know, when Sam was was here and you know with other quarterbacks that we've had in the past. But finally, we have the GM that's finally building in the right direction. Let me tell you something though, Joe. Listen, I don't know what the expectations are going to be for the Jets this year. It's moving in the right direction.
1: Yeah yeah it is you know, and we'll see what happens. We'll see if they go get to Castro or where he shakes out and ends up, but I would not mind bringing him in uh like you said as well. there's some injury concerns, especially with that ankle. I want to see where he's at with that uh if he's gonna be good again, it's kind of telling to me that he's even contemplating or at least the the reports are that he's contemplating uh you know retiring because you know uh, that that's just where his mind is at right now, so he's thought about that uh but so that's that's a little telling but if he's able you know, to, to have his mind in the game and wants to come back and that ankle's okay, I wouldn't mind the Jets bringing him in. But if they don't, it's okay still because we got guys like Cam Clark. I think he's a guy that can shake out and end up maybe starting at that right guard position. But like everyone has said, Greg Van and Alex Lewis, I have big questions about those guys, big questions, and I don't necessarily want to see them uh, starting again at all. So going over to the defensive side of the football, though, Steve, let me tell you something. A lot of people are fired up. They're extremely excited about some of the players that we have on this football team going up front, man. We've really made some signings, uh, particularly in the offseason. We went out and got Carl Lawson. We brought in Rankins as well. Uh, a lot of people, there are some people rating this defensive line very high within the NFL ranking. So I want to get your thoughts on it. When you look at this line right now, is there a guy that you see getting over 10 sacks this upcoming season? Yeah, uh,
6: listen, listen, Joe. I'm not gonna just predict now of who's gonna be, you know, getting these amount of sacks. I just want the team to play well. But you know, if I had to look at someone right now, I would say Carl Lawson. But you know, okay. but you know, Joe, you know, listen. It's just I am excited about about Robert Sala's style of defense. It's just the only thing that just concerns me is that cornerback position. The cornerback position to me. Is a position that I'm a little bit worried about with the defense. I mean, listen, I do trust in the, in the defensive coordinator and in Robert Sala, but the thing is, though, the secondary, the cornerback position is the position that I'm a little bit nervous about going into the season. I mean, listen, we have till August 14th to see our first preseason game,
1: game, but you know, but you know, it is still going to be very exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, we'll see what happens. And like you said, a lot of people are talking about Carl Lawson as well, being the guy, you know, that's really going to be able to get over that 10-sack number. A lot of people are looking at him, and, and, you know, this was the expectation when we brought him in, you know, that he was going to be the pass rusher that we needed, the pass rusher that the Jets have longed for for so long, that he's going to be the guy to step in and really be able to put things together. But my final question for you, Steve, before I let you go is, there's a player that I think some people may be sleeping on. Now again, Sheldon Rankin's being brought in was awesome. Everyone's excited about Quinn and Williams, Carl Lawson, like you just said as well, getting a lot of pub as being the guy that can come in and get us these sacks. He's going to be our pass rusher, the guy we've been looking for since John Abraham, you know, walked out the door years ago. And John Franklin Myers is a guy that I think a lot of people are not talking about anymore. What are your thoughts about him going into this season, and do you think he's a guy that's really going to be able to go off within the pass-rushing rotation this upcoming season? Yeah, no, I think he'll definitely do. I mean,
6: listen, you know, John Franklin Myers was one of the guys I had high expectations for last year. I mean, he definitely showed a lot of promise last year. i like to see it again this year. I think he's gonna definitely fit in Robert Sala's defense, but like I said, Joe, one last thing before before I know you let me go. Have you ever gotten a chance to watch the um the flight episodes?
1: I watched a little bit of it um, I haven't watched them all, but I watched a little bit of, of the first one um and I you know watching cliff and and it's some solid work, man,
6: definitely, man. Hey listen Joe, you have yourself a very, very good night, man,
1: all gas, no break, yeah, absolutely.
6: absolutely.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, you have yourself a good night, Steve. Listen, Steve calling in with the fire, man. Steve calling in with the fire, salute to him. Like I said, a lot of people are excited, man. A lot of people are excited about this Jets football team. They're excited about what the team, you know, all the things that we could do. This offensive line, the way things are shaken up, the signs that we've got, uh, and especially on the defensive side of the ball, they're all excited about the expectations of the players, man. You know, it's just a different code. It's a different mode here now. And everybody's buying in, again, because of the front office. You know, us bringing Joe Douglas in the building, him going to get guys like Sulla, who's really, you know, electrified this football team and electrified this building, man. So this is this is a good time to be a Jets fan, a very good time. But we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. 515-602-9639, call, in. we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, please subscribe if you have not subscribed and turn on your notifications. Also, like my stream wherever you you know watching my stream from. I know i stream across multiple platforms. Give me some hearts. I know there's hearts on other platforms as well. Uh, and share my streams as well if you could. Also, if you want to donate, you can hit the Super Chat, or if you don't, uh, don't want to donate through the Super Chat, you can hit my Cash App. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 515- 602 602 515 call in. So we are now going to my guy. I think this is June. I think this is June I'm going to right now. June, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. June, we got Morgan Moses. He's in the building, one-year deal. Give me your thoughts about it, man. How are you feeling about the situation? What are your thoughts about this offensive line now? June? 678? All right. Uh, maybe I guess we missed June. We're going to keep on getting to these lines. I'm going to my guy, 914. 914, I'm coming directly to you. 914, give me your thoughts Sorry, about Morgan Moses. No, 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 it's just one-year deal. Give Hello. your thoughts Sorry, about Morgan Moses. How are you feeling about the situation with us, giving him a one-year deal here, $3.6 million base? How are you feeling about it, my friend? What are your thoughts about this Jets offensive line now?
4: Uh, well, I like it. You know, it's a bit—it's upgrade. You know, it helps depth. You never have, have enough depth. Never hurts to have enough depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good signing, quality player. You know, to get quality starter at this time of the year is very, very good.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. How are you feeling about the Jets possibly, you know, still going after David DeCastro? What are your thoughts about that?
4: It's all—it's the health. It depends on the health. And like I said, you know, it's like if he's on the fence about even playing, you know, is stay close to the like, keep obviously pay attention to it. But you know, if it looks like he's going to retire, don't, don't, don't mess with it because we've already had a situation of the Jets trying to get someone to come out of retirement and not ending well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my final question for you is, what are your thoughts about this Jets defensive line, man? Like, do you, what player do you feel like is kind of being slept on the most along this defensive line?
4: Mm, it's a really tough question. I mean, it's versatile. There's a lot of depth, you know. I don't know. Probably, if I were going to say, look, everyone's obviously big. Quinn, um, uh, Carl Walsh, I think. The guy probably getting slapped on is probably Fadakasi. Probably a guy like maybe Fadakasi or John Franklin Myers.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, you know, I respect that. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good night, my friend. It was great speaking to you. This guy, you know, he knew his stuff. He brought the fire, you know, really quickly for us. He absolutely did. <laughs> We're going to keep going. We're going to get back to these lines again, 515 602 515 602 Call in. We are taking all callers. We want to hear what your thoughts are about the New York Jets. Next, I'm going to my guy, John, man. I think it's my guy, John, right here. 347, we're coming directly to you. John, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts about this, hey, Morgan How's Moses. I'm all right. How are you feeling, man? Give me your thoughts about this Mo- Morgan Moses signing. How are you feeling about this one-year deal?
7: Uh, I think it's great. Uh, I saw that today and was like, oh, my God, Joe Douglas actually got it done. I mean, in, in yeah. a typical Joe Douglas fashion, a one-year deal. You know, he's the yeah. master of giving one-year deals. But I understand it. Uh, <laughs> Morgan Moses, is, um, he's 30 years old, right? Yeah, he's right around yeah. there. That yeah. makes sense. Uh maybe you um you sign him to this one year deal, Steve, he's definitely gonna be an upgrade. Uh you see how much he still has, um, how much tread on the tires he still has. And if you feel like he can be a longer contributor, you extend him afterwards or, or whatnot. But since he is up there in age, maybe maybe the other side is some something that you'd like to address later on and he's just a band-aid, but at the end of the day it's gonna do uh enough to protect Zach for this year and you can tell Joe Douglas has a plan and he's not going to love what happened with Sam Darnold happened with Zach. So I love it. I love the, yeah. the signing.
1: Yeah, I, I do as well. Um, I, w- I really wish it would have been a two-year deal. Um, you yeah. know, I, I like, Something I'd like to see you do but it. yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going crazy about it. I think a, a one-year deal, I think it's 36 Million dollar base, I think you can make up to, like, $5.3 million. I like the signing. Uh, you're coming in, you bring a guy into the building that can start it for you at right tackle. You know, again, in case Makai Beckton goes down, you can swing Fant over to that left tackle position, and he can hold the fourth there so things just won't go awry like we saw in the past season. So Absolutely. I like this. this I like the signing. a lot more flexibility with the line. Exactly. So I, I like what we've done here. I like what we do. But the big question for us now is, What's going to happen with this right guard position? I know that there's some people that look at it and say, hey, Cam Clark, that's his position. He's he's penciled in. There's still some people saying, ah, maybe Greg Van Roten and Alex Lewis fight for it. Then there's others saying, hey, DeCastro, he's out there. Let's go after him. What are your thoughts about the options there at right guard? And is DeCastro a guy that you want to see the Jets go after? So
7: I, I heard you uh, mentioned DeCastro earlier in the show. Is that actual? Is that actually something the Jets are interested in? Are they inter- interested in bringing in DeCastro?
1: Well, I mean, there, there's all kind of rumors out there, but uh, you know, officially okay. we haven't heard a lot of reports that they're just like, you know, chasing after him left and right. He just got out there. Again, there's a lot of questions. There's still questions about that ankle. There's still questions about, mm-hmm. you know, again, there's reports that he's contemplated retirement, so we'll see what happens there. But. He's a guy that people are looking at and saying, hey, if the Jets bring him in, he can absolutely be their, a starter there at right guard, and he's a guy that can feel the position. And there's some Jets fans that are extremely excited about the, the possibility of the Jets bringing him in as well.
7: I would see what the medical checks out with. Um, I mean, he would definitely be an upgrade over what uh, the Jets have at the right guard at the moment. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if he's not like uh, – if you feel he's not 100% or you feel like he's not that much better than the potential of uh, Cameron Clark or whatnot – um, yeah. I mean, maybe you weigh those options there. If Cameron Clark is maybe just a – like, from what you evaluated for, from Cameron Clark so far, it's just maybe a little bit worse than the cast at this point of his career, then I would just say stick with Clark. But we also haven't heard – still haven't heard much about Clark from any kind of training camp or anything. So I don't know uh, how they feel about that, but I would weigh my options there. Obviously, if, if an older guy and a younger guy
1: are close, you go with the younger guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. We'll see what happens there and how it shakes out. But Joe is really feeling out this offensive line, and he's better. He's making sure that Zach Wilson will not be running for his life and having the same issues that Sam Darnold has. And so that really bodes well for um, our future. No. Go ahead.
7: If, if you don't mind me interrupting for a moment, I was talking to my brother a, few, sure. a little while ago. My brother's a big Jets fan. And um, we were like, we get why Joe Douglas, you know, is building the way he is. He's working all the McCagden out of the roster right now. <laughs> he's kept in a few players like May. Mosley, I feel like he probably tried to get what he could for Mosley. Remember there was that time he was feeling some, uh, some, some trade rumors for, for Mosley. Probably mm-hmm. couldn't because of that contract. But as yeah. you restructure Jameson Crowder, I, I, Joe Douglas has, has a way of saying he's going to do something and then doing the complete opposite. So I really do hope he is going to sign May. Uh, and hope that yeah. doesn't end up like a Jamal Adams situation. But he's slowly but surely building the roster and getting all the McCagnin out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is. You know, he's doing his thing. He's the anti-McCagnin, I'll tell you what.
7: He knows what to do with the
1: draft. Yeah, he's not, you know, blowing through mid-round picks. He's putting things together. So I like what the direction that Joe Douglas is putting us in. Now, John, I want to go to the defensive side of the football with you because I'm really excited about – the possibilities for this defensive line. Uh, We got Carl Lawson in the building. He's a guy I'm extremely excited about because he's the only guy, you know, when you look at is a pass rusher. We haven't had a pass rusher since John Abraham. That was years ago. You know what I'm saying? And people are so hyped about him and what he could possibly bring to the Jets. But my question for you is, do you think that this is going to be the first season in his career where we'll see him get over 10 sacks?
7: As much as I want to be an optimist, I'm going to say no, but I think he'll be a very
2: productive player.
7: Um, Carl Lawson okay. has never been the guy who's going to be like – like he's not a Khalil Mack or, or a Miles Garrett or, or – I don't know, I can't think of another – a Miller in his prime. He's not that guy. He's he's primarily going to win with speed off the edge, but he'll be a very good player. Um, okay. There's no doubt. I actually Cincinnati – uh, downgraded when they went from uh, Carl Lawson to Trey Hendrickson. I think Lawson is a much better player than him. I don't think he's going to be the world leader uh, pass rusher. Uh, I, I honestly mm. think next year in the draft, Dubs is probably still going to try, try to find that guy. But okay. this is going to be the first pass rusher that the Jets are going to have in a long time, and I think he's going to be a very good player. He He's a really good player. I just don't know if he's like that top tier pass rusher.
1: Okay, okay. So how many sacks do you think he gets this season there? I think if he gets Eight, eight, around that area,
7: seven, eight, nine. I would say that's a very good year. Uh, Pass rushers really don't – the top tier pass rushers really don't get to the open market. So if you could find a guy in free agency the way Joe did and he produces like that, that's a win-win. Absolutely. And by no means is defense even a finished product. So, yeah, I'd take that any day. Yeah. Ooh,
1: you are spitting – fire right now, John. You're completely right. Those top-tier guys, man, those guys that get to the quarterback early and often have those big numbers, you rarely see them hit the market. Uh, but like no, you said, no, so no. If you can come in and give us solid pass rush, and even even if it's not fact, even just pressure or hurries would help the New York Jets. Just, just oh, yeah, anything to
0: just help the Jets. You know, Jets, you
1: know what I'm saying? Plan. Yeah, anything like that would help us. I mean, we've had to to bring blitzes for so long to even get that going. You know what I'm saying? Just a change of pace there would really help us. But another guy that we brought in as well, Sheldon Rankin. A lot of people are really loving his attitude, what he brings to the table. What are your thoughts about him, and what are your expectations for him in this defense, man? So
7: I like Sheldon Rankin as a player. I really do. Um, But his concern has been just staying on the
1: field, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, it, yes, it has been, yes. When, yeah.
7: when he's on the field, he's a really good player. He's a really good disruptor. He can actually get to the quarterback Um, if, despite playing. um, He's a defensive tackle. He can, he can do some stuff to force pressures, get to the quarterback, but his, his issue is just that he needs to stay on the field. So if he can, I think he's a great addition. Um, If not, I mean, it's not a – Long, it's not a deal that's going to hamper you by any means. But he has potential; it's just a matter of staying on the field. I do like what uh, was being built on the defensive line, but um, hey, he, he has he has good potential. I'm really excited to see Quinnen next to him.
1: I think that'll be yeah, fun to ahead. watch.
7: Yeah. a tandem, um, but he himself, I just really hope he can stay on the field.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to go to, talk to you about as well because. I know a lot of people are extremely excited about Quinn, and I am as well. We we saw – we've seen those flashes. We've seen him come <laughs> in and really put things together and, like, show us that he can be a complete beast. And we all have been like, wow, we're so excited. We can't wait, you know, to see that, that big breakout season where he just gets dominant and remains dominant and finishes the season – and doesn't, you know, get an injury. And last year we were kind of seeing a bit of that, and then we saw the injury. And then he ended up, you know, on IR and missing, you know, some games. And so I'm hoping that this season he can come in and be solid. But, again, with that foot injury, they don't know when he's going to be uh, – when he's going to, you know, kind of heal up from that. Some people are saying training camp. Some people are saying it may play into the preseason. You just talked about it as well. I think it was a caller a couple of calls ago just talked about it, that, it, you know, he – he'd be excited if he misses maybe one or two games in the season and then is able to really get going. So we'll see what we get out of Quentin this year. But I'm really hoping to see that breakout season from him where he just stands out and, beats that and becomes that really dominant defensive uh, player that we need, you know, uh, down in and down out. I really hope for that. Too. He has really does. Yeah, yeah, he really, really does. I mean, this guy, he's just a monster out there. And He's so unbelievably strong and explosive. Now, I want to get to talk to you about this as well. There's a guy that I feel like has kind of fallen back a bit. People are even saying that he might not, you know, be a starter, particularly in this stream, in this scheme with this 4-3. You know, you look at the situation here now that Seller's brought in. What are your thoughts about Foley Fadukasi's role now? Do you see him as a starter? Because a lot of people have, you know, Rankins and Quentin Williams pinned into that defensive tackle position. They've got Lawson and Curry kind of pinned in as the start and the ends. Where do you think Foley falls into that, man?
7: Um, Badukasi, I mean, I don't think he's a starter, but I think he'd be a good depth player. He's a good guy that you're going to get in a rotation. Um, He's a guy you feel comfortable with being able to uh, just generate pressures. He did show um, some potential last year that he's able to get to the quarterback, but I wouldn't – He's a good depth piece, I would say that. I I like him in that role. I think he'd be much better in that role than every down player.
1: Okay, okay. What are your thoughts about John Franklin Myers, man? Because he's a guy that I'm extremely excited about. He's one of the guys that I really feel, especially in the rotation of, you know, the defensive line rotation. He's a guy I think is... Dude is going to benefit like crazy because of the other talent that we picked up. And I feel like a lot of people are not talking about him at all when they talk about the Jets' defense or even the Jets' defensive line. What are your thoughts about him? And do you think that this is a season he's just really going to go off because of everything that's surrounding him?
7: So he's definitely going to benefit from having everybody else around him. is going to demand double teams. ranking at his best can probably demand double team Lawson over there. He's definitely – and he, he – I sort of feel somewhat similarly to him as I do Farrakassi, but way stronger about Franklin Myers. Franklin Myers has been more in that role of having to start and play, and he's actually produced a lot more um, than, uh, uh, than than you would expect. He's a good player. Franklin yeah. Myers, especially in that rotational role, um, he'll be coming off the bench fresh while offensive linemen are tired, having to deal with Quinn in all game. Uh, he's gonna have yeah. a lot of opportunities. He's gonna have a good opportunity to um, to show that he's a good player. He he is. Um, and so I'm very excited for him.
1: Yeah, I am as well. Listen, John, this has been a phenomenal call from you. My final question before I let you go, man, is, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. about Zundia? Because we brought in this four-three, and there are some people saying that he's gonna benefit being in that four-three. That that's the scheme that fits him more how do you feel like Zuniga is going to be able to perform this year, man? Do you think we'll see something out of him and really get that spark going? Cause there are some people that are down on him or have been down on him since we drafted him.
7: So I, I'm going to say, I'm also a, a Florida fan, like um, for college okay. football. So well, I watched okay. Zuniga and I was very yeah. shocked that he was as invisible as he was last year. Mm. Um, he, we play a 4-3 at Florida, so I think he'll be much more comfortable in the scheme. Um, he's a guy a little similar to Lawson, but a little bit more power in his game than, than speed. Um, I mm-hmm. hope he can work out uh, getting in a rotation because he, between him and Polite, which I, I know they drafted Polite as well, and that also didn't work out, I would say Zuniga I was much higher on um, mm-hmm. coming out of the draft than Polite. Uh, it's just weird yeah. how invisible he was, but it's all us probably gonna find a way to get to get something out of him and I am just I would say remain hopeful for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. Like you said as well. Maybe the, the scheme change will definitely benefit him and we'll see more out of him. Listen, John, this was a phenomenal call from you. Studio audience, give this man a hand, man. Give him a hand. Give him a hand.
3: Not too much, not too much
1: studio audience. You know, what I'm saying I don't pay y'all for that. I'm not going to pay you. You know, the more you clap doesn't mean you know. Come on, guys, let's 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 be let's be respectful here. You know what I'm saying? But again, John, salute to you, man. This was a great call from you. Listen, next time I have a show, man, I want to hear from you, man, because I love hearing your takes and I love what you bring, bro. Definitely, I enjoy calling in, Joe. Thank you. Absolutely, you have yourself a good night, my friend. You too. Good night. Man, John, listen, John brought the
0: fire,
1: man. Yeah, John brought the fire, man. We've had a, a heck of a show, man. It's been so exciting. The New York Jets, are so many positive vibes, you know, surrounding the Jets right now and everything that we're doing. Um, like I said, man, this Morgan Moses signing really, really continues to to bode well for our offensive line. Our offensive line has changed, man. God, man, you, you think about last season, how bad we were up front, oh, the struggles, the pressure coming directly from the middle of the line, our, our guards just falling apart every second, man. Oh, that was a painful season last season. And Joe Douglas has looked at the situation, he's assessed things, and he's turned it around, man. He's turned it around. We made it quite a bit of quality signings. You know, then he continues to address the offensive line. He continues to bolster it. He continues to make it better. And he continues to just allow options, too. He's not drastically overpaying for people like we've seen in the past. Mike Mcagnon was overpaying for offensive linemen left and right, man. Whoo! Goodness gracious. Those times are over. I'm so glad that we're in a different spot now. We have a competent general manager, a competent front office that understands what going <laughs> It's tough being a Jets fan, bro. It really is. <laughs> it's tough, but so I'm going to go ahead and close out the show folks. This has been a phenomenal show. I've really enjoyed talking to you folks about the Jets. This has been amazing, man. Just so many things going on. Again, we'll continue shows throughout this off season. You know, going into the season, again, we'll continue those shows as well. Continue having fun talking about this football team and everything that we have going. So listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. That's YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times, at all times. I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on. Do you understand that? USC, fight on. He is going to – I'm telling you, listen, I understand we're all excited about Morgan Moses. Makai Beckman, phenomenal, okay? But if you want to get, you know, a quality offensive lineman, you pick a Trojan, okay? Okay. You pick a Trojan, and that's exactly what we did. Traded up to get him. He is going to be throwing people around next season like bags of potatoes. It's going to be nothing to him, nothing. He's going to destroy people. I cannot wait to watch it. So if you troll me. Just know. I'm down there with Vera Tucker, and we'll be ready. You know what I mean? I'm also on YouTube as well. My YouTube is Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Please subscribe. Turn on your notifications. Give my videos a thumbs up you want to troll me over there, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, okay? I'll troll you right back on there. We'll go back and forth in the comments. Always, people, when you see me in person, okay? It is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, okay? Straight free hugs, especially in these times, all right? The hugs will cost you nothing. No matter what people tell you, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing, all right? Thank you, folks, for listening and taking the time out of your day to call in as well. Again, everyone, Ohio Jets fan club, please go over there. Mac Levens is really doing great things over there, man. They, Man, he's got a great club over there. They really get together, have a good time. They watch these games together, and they have a, just a bunch of fun, man. So, everyone, please go over to that Facebook page, search Ohio Jets fans, you know, click up with, uh, with with Mac if you're in the area and sit down with your brothers and sisters in green and just have a good time. So, again, I want to thank you folks for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace.